With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the best of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. If I ran the Raiders, I would fire Marshawn Lynch today. I would send him right to the curb. I'd kick his ass. I'd say, you're finished with me. I will not countenance, in my opinion, if I were running this team, somebody not standing for the national anthem in Mexico and then standing for the Mexican national anthem. Bye. You're gone. See ya especially when it's Marshawn Lynch and you've had limited value. You're a 31-year-old running back, and I think the Raiders are fundamentally broken in some way. I want to bring in uh, Danny uh, G because he's a Raiders fan, but I watched this game against the Patriots, and I've watched a lot of the Raiders games this year, and you cannot convince me that there's not some fundamentally broken aspect internally in the Oakland Raider locker room. I don't know what it is. I'm not claiming to understand exactly what has transpired, but I believe that Jack Del Rio has lost this locker room. I think this team is too talented to be showing up and performing like they are on a regular basis in big-time signature games where you know you have to win. I'm not saying they should have beaten the Patriots. We know how good Tom Brady is. We know how much of a machine the New England Patriots are, but they should have been competitive in this game because this was their season. The Raiders' season is over. They're 4-6, and six, They're not going to make the playoffs. They are finished. That's my personal belief. I don't know if you agree with me, but when I see something like Marshawn Lynch not standing for the national anthem for the United States, inside of the United States, all right, like I think that's an insult, whatever, you can do it. But when you don't stand for the United States national anthem and then you stand for the Mexican national anthem – you're dead to me. You're finished. I would kick you to the curb. And for everybody out there, I know we got a lot of people of Hispanic uh, or origin. 
I welcome everybody to the United States. I'm not one of these guys out there who's like, oh, I think we need to cut immigration. I want to build a wall, everything else. Look, I understand why someone who is living in Latin America would try to come to the United States because it's effing awesome here, right? If you told me right now that my family didn't have a good lifestyle, I got three boys and I could go to Canada, and if I got to Canada, I would make 10 times as much money then I would be on my way to Canada if I didn't have a job in the United States. And I think the vast majority of you listening to me right now would too. All over this country right now, there are people waking up, going into work as hard as they possibly can. You know what I see on a regular basis when I finish this show and I get in my car and I drive around the city that I live in? I see Hispanic people up early busting their asses. Cold weather, hot weather, out in the construction industry, working as hard as they possibly can. This is a land of opportunity. I welcome everybody here. But do you know why people from Mexico come to the United States? Because it's not as good in Mexico as it is in the United States. And that ain't a controversial comment. We're now 10 weeks through the season, right? I think it's fair to say that Marshawn Lynch is not going to be back. So far, he's carried the ball so far in this season 97 times for 390 yards. He's averaged four yards a carry, and he's got four touchdowns. There are 75 running backs in the NFL who you could find to do that, carry that load, right? I mean, to me, he is, and he's 31 years old. So it's not like suddenly, you know, you're talking about a 21-year-old guy who's working towards his peak. He's already past his peak. He's not going to get better. So I don't know what the end result is, but if I'm just saying if I own the Oakland Raiders and I had a guy who was this limited in his production and I saw him not stand up for the United States National Anthem and then stand up for the Mexican National Anthem, I would cut him. I would say, you know what? Good luck going to find another job. I'm not willing to have you representing my organization anymore. If I were Mark Davis... Mark Davis had any balls at all, he'd do it. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Here's what I would tell Chip Kelly. I would sit him down if I were his agent and I would say this. If you go to the University of Florida, SEC football is all-encompassing. It is impossible to escape. When you are a head football coach in the SEC, you got to be prepared to be the Pope of a state. And some people don't understand that. It's like being a religious leader. You are someone who is bigger than the governor. You are bigger than anybody else in these states. You are the Pope of the state. And if people think don't understand exactly what I mean, SEC football is a religion. So you walk around, you got to kiss babies, you got to do all the rubber chicken circuit. You have to wave the school flag almost all the time. Now, if you're insanely successful, you can be like Nick Saban and just say, hey, to hell with all of you. There's a great story about early in Nick Saban's career. I was talking to a couple of the biggest boosters at Alabama, and they said over the years they had gotten used to coaches getting on the private plane with them, and when they get on the private plane, they break out the high-level liquor, they start pouring drinks, they tell stories. They said the first time Nick Saban got on an Alabama private plane with the biggest boosters at the University of Alabama, he got on, he barely said hi, he put his headset on, and he started watching game film on his laptop. Didn't speak to them hardly at all. They were stunned. They were in shocked disbelief. They're like, wait a minute, we're the biggest boosters for the University of Alabama. We're on a private plane with Nick Saban. The liquor usually gets broken out with SEC football coaches, and they basically just start telling stories, and it turns into a big party. A lot of glad handling, a lot of him 
trying to make sure that those boosters like him. Nick Saban got on, didn't give him the time of day. Put his headset on, went straight to work looking at film. That's the process, baby. Now, if you win like Nick Saban, you can get away with doing that. You can be a bit of an ass. But if you don't, that's a challenge. So that's the if I were Chip Kelly, that's what I would say. Hey, you got to win at a high level and you got to use the Nick Saban example. You're not going to be the guy out there shaking hands, kissing babies all the time. You're not going to be glad handling the boosters. You're going to be winning football games and focused on that. Now, if you want a normal life, if you want to be the 798th most famous guy in Los Angeles, then you take the UCLA job. You can go out to eat wherever you want. Nobody will care. Nobody's going to be out expecting you to kiss babies all the time. You can just coach football, and you'll have some attention on football Saturdays. But other than that, aside from the biggest diehards, that's going to be your focal point. No major issues. Now, here is the downside of going to UCLA. I believe they're an Under Armour school. Chip Kelly, you are a Nike guy. Florida's a Nike school. All of your relationship with Phil Knight, his ability to come in and make your program cool, changing the uniforms, making Oregon football relevant again, he can do the same thing with the Florida Gators. You can make Florida Oregon East. If you decide to go to UCLA, you're going to have to go to Under Armour and try to make that same move. It's a little bit more difficult. I like the crews at Nike. I like the crew at at, at at Under Armour, but if Chip Kelly really seriously values his relationship with Phil Knight, that also has to factor in on both sides. I don't think this is an easy call. I like to use Lane Kiffin as an example here. Lane Kiffin had no idea what he was getting into when he came from USC and and the Oakland Raiders and took over the University of Tennessee football team. The amount of attention on every single move he made at the University of Tennessee was stunning to him because he was coming from L.A., where even though USC football matters, you can have a real life if you're a USC football coach because there's so much celebrity in the city of Los Angeles that even if people care a great deal about the Trojans, and they do, they don't care enough about the Trojans to make your life all-encompassing. You don't have to be the Pope of California. And that was even less the case now with two NFL teams coming in. And I understand, by the way, why UCLA has to make this move now Because suddenly they're not just competing with USC. They're competing with the Chargers. They're competing with the Rams. If UCLA doesn't win at a high level, they're totally irrelevant. They're the fourth most important football team at best in the city of Los Angeles right now. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. We actually have a situation where Donald Trump and LeVar Ball are feuding over Leangelo Ball being arrested for shoplifting in China. Sometimes the stories are just like mad libs. You couldn't even create a story that gets more attention. You've been writing about this. Is this one of the most read stories you've ever had in the history of Yahoo Sports? Well, we'll see how this one goes, but uh, it's a good one. It's a good serial. Um, LeVar versus the Donald. It's funny because when it first happened, I had a Chinese lawyer real early in this case go, well, the way to get him out is to have your president beg the Chinese president to get him out. And I laughed, and I said, first off, Trump's not begging. Um, And then I thought, he's not going to get LeVar Ball's kid out. Um, You know, that's just, that would be crazy. And then I don't think he knew LeVar Ball. I don't think he knew anything about LeVar Ball. LeVar Ball came to prominence after Trump got to office. 
and uh, I think he's been too busy to follow every bit of of this uh, of of this. Although he still obviously follows a lot of pop culture uh, crazily. So because um, Levar Ball's reaction is exactly what you'd expect Levar Ball to react, and then Trump's reaction is exactly what you'd expect, and and you just go on and on with it. I mean, it's just it, this is so mind-numbingly stupid, but. This is what he does. It's a wedge issue. Pay attention to this. Don't pay attention to something else. Or any, I think he's also legitimately hurt. Like he really thinks, um, you know, it, it, the term thankless job does not exist in the idea of the president. He wants to be thanked. But let's go to the beginning of this whole thing. The original sin here is LeVar Ball. If, somebody, if your son or daughter is in a Chinese detention. Facing years and, in prison. and that, Yeah, I don't know where they were at that point, but I'll get to that. But if you're in detention in any way, and then they are no longer in detention, you should thank every single person who had anything to do, large or small, with the not in detention part. Yes. You don't have to be mismanners on this. Say thank you, write them a card, send them some big ball of brand shoes. I don't care what you do. Just do it. You don't, you don't go, what, who? You know, he didn't do anything for us. Now, at the same time, do I think Trump is overstating his role in this? Yeah, I actually do. I think LeVar's probably right. Once UCLA, UCLA and the U.S. consulate got them to the hotel and out of the actual jail, this was going to be like two weeks of house arrest in a, in a, in a hotel, and it was going to be a, a fine and, and get the heck out of the country. They were, going to, they were dealing with it as a, quote, administrative action, which is basically a misdemeanor and not a felony. The 10-year part that Trump's talking about was pretty much already off the table. So Trump is playing superhero here. He's pretending he did a whole lot. But who cares? You still got your kid out of the Chinese detention. Just say thank you to everyone. It'd be nice if Trump didn't need that and didn't think, I'm going to waste time on something (laughs) so remarkably stupid like fighting with LeVar Ball. But that's where we're at. But the original sin to me is on the Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. How about Baker Mayfield? He grabs his crotch and MSESPN loses its mind and argues that Baker Mayfield has white crotch grab privilege. I'm not even making this up. Immediately now, whenever anything happens out there in an effort to divide us, People immediately say, what if white guy who has white privilege, they argue, had been black? I got a crazy idea for you. The reaction would have been the exact same. All Baker Mayfield did was grab his groin, and that was a response to the Kansas players not being willing to shake his hand and then cheap-shotting him during the course of the game. I got no issues with Baker Mayfield. I got no issues with planting the flag on the field. I got no issues with grabbing his groin in the direction of the other sideline. I got no issues with Baker Mayfield in general. I love to watch this guy play. Guess what? This is going to be wild. This is going to be outlandish. This is going to be insane. I would say the same thing if Baker Mayfield were black. I like entertaining football players who play with passion. Anybody who's upset about him grabbing his groin needs to get a damn life. And anybody out there who is arguing that this is in some way a racial coda move. Oh, there's black 
groin grab privilege or there's white groin grab privilege. That idiot Marshawn Lynch grabbed his groin all the time on the sideline. Guy by the name of Michael Jackson grabbed his junk all the time. I don't remember anybody sitting around arguing about whether or not that was an example of black or white privilege for that matter since Michael Jackson used to be black and then became white before he died. He brought the races together all inside of his skin color. What an amazing man. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The Oakland Raiders, they're dead unless they went out too. You know why? Because partly they've let the inmates run the asylum. Yeah, I said it. I used the phrase inmates run the asylum. There's going to be a protest again. Here's the deal. Marshawn Lynch set for the national anthem in Mexico City for the United States National Anthem. And then he stood for the Mexican National Anthem. This is one of the stupidest things I've ever seen an athlete do. And I think Marshawn Lynch should be called on it. I think he should have to stand up for his idiocy. If you stand up in a foreign country for a foreign country's National Anthem and not the United States National Anthem, first of all, it's even more of an insult to the United States not to stand for the National Anthem when you're outside of the country. Secondly, Mexico's government has a history of killing journalists, murdering citizens. There are right now rampant drug cartels decapitating thousands of people every year. There is no freedom of speech. There is no freedom of expression. The country is a cesspool of human rights violations. Gay people don't have rights. Black people don't have rights. Mexico, there is a reason why people drown and die by the thousands every year trying to get to the United States. There isn't a huge number of people in the United States trying to fight their way across the Rio Grande to get to Mexico. Standing for the Mexican National Anthem, if you care anything about human rights, anything about police abuse, anything about treatment of racial minorities, is the dumbest thing I have seen an NFL athlete do all year. Marshawn Lynch should be ashamed of himself. Everyone who works in the sports media and doesn't call out Marshawn Lynch's stupidity should be criticized to the high heavens. This, of all of the NFL protests that have gone on, was the dumbest, the most insulting, and the most devastating to anybody out there who is making an argument that this is a legitimate protest in any way. To not stand for the United States National Anthem overseas, but to stand for the Mexican National Anthem, Marshawn Lynch should be ashamed. He should be blackballed. I think he should be ridiculed to the high heavens. The fact that you will only hear me in the mainstream media, criticizing Marshawn Lynch for this proves how captured, stupid, and idiotic the vast majority of the media is in this country. Marshawn Lynch is going to get a free pass from the vast majority of the media for doing what I think is the dumbest thing all year. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, 
why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. 